So we are right now just under a 12 month kind of payback. So we're, we're a little, just about $2,000. Yeah, are you happy with that? Um, you are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pete Lampson. He is focused on building a company called Jazz HR. He's also a results-oriented executive with a 25-year history of strategic metrics-driven approaches to accelerating revenue. He's focused on the global small business market with deep experience and B2B high-velocity new customer acquisition. As CEO of Jazz HR, Lampson is responsible for Jazz HR's strategic direction, company performance, day-to-day operations, and serves as a support center for his revenue teams. Pete, you ready to take us to the top? It's great to be here again, Nathan, and yes, I am. All right. So Jazz HR, folks missed that first episode. What are you selling to people? So we provide recruiting solutions for small businesses, which we define as companies with between 25 and 500 employees. And what we do is we replace, in our target market, um, most customers are using some version of Microsoft Office, which is Excel docs and, and Word documents and email inbox management. So we provide, we replace that with a very simple to use software solution that is very affordable, easy to use, and with uh, industry-leading support. So is this sort of workflow and admin management for SMBs or helping them hire or both? Helping them hire. Helping them hire. Okay, so the obvious question anyone listening is going, well, wait a second. What's Pete doing now? No small businesses are hiring right now, or at least most aren't because of the virus. So I, I think it depends on, on where uh, you're looking. Um, in fact, we have had the most jobs posted, most new jobs posted with by Jazz HR's customers in the history of our company just the past month in July. Well, how, what was that number? How many posted? Just over 40,000. Wow. And, okay, well, wait. So this is completely different than what I would have predicted the data would say. So what are you seeing when you dive into some of those 40,000 applications? What are you seeing? So it's in the areas you might, you know, when you hear them, they, they're sort of intuitive. So we're seeing a hiring explosion in things like logistical support. You know, all the companies and people that are involved in in uh, those trucks coming down all of our driveways every single day with the things we need to work from home. Um, we're seeing a lot of work in healthcare. We're seeing a lot of work, a lot of hiring in technology. Um, so the hiring is shifted away from from some industries, tragically, such as restaurants and 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 uh, retail stores and and fitness centers and so forth. Um, but there are jobs being created elsewhere, and by the data we're seeing, uh, literally at record levels. And, and help me understand what a small business might pay you to use your platform. What do they pay on average per month? Yeah, so our account average is uh, a little under two hundred dollars per month. Okay, so very so consistent, under, isn't it? Just, just for it's, it's designed to be affordable. Yeah. Um, our pricing starts as little as just thirty nine dollars a month, so you can you can get the ball rolling in, a, in an even more affordable way. But averages, like I said, a little under two hundred per month. And launch date for the company was what year? Two thousand and nine. And you came on what year? Two thousand uh, tail end December of two thousand and fifteen. 
Okay, got it. And we covered, guys, how Pete came in in the last interview back from uh, March, uh, March 28, 2018. So we won't dive into that today. But give us an update. Uh, Pete, when you came on last, you guys had just broken about 3,500 customers. What are you at today? Just under 7,000. Wow. Okay, so incredible. Where did most of that growth come from over the past two years? Um, in terms of industry or by channel? Or answer it. However you define it. So... Um, we're, well, I'll answer both ways. So, so we're industry agnostic. We do have uh, clusters uh, of industries or verticals that are largely focused around where hiring has taken place over the last few years. So we see a lot of work in manufacturing. We saw, see a lot of work at, or a lot of hiring in technology, healthcare, financial services, nonprofit, just to name a few. Um, but no one vertical within our business is more than 5% of our business. So it's a really nice even distribution, which candidly in a time like this also gives us some downside protection. That's right. Um, and then in terms of, of, of how we're acquiring them, um, when I joined Jazz HR, we sold only through direct means. So in other words, kind of the one-to-one relationship of Jazz HR to a small business customer. Um, we launched indirect sales or channel sales um, not long thereafter. And that today is almost 50% of our new business and growing. I would expect it would be more than 50% by end of this year or beginning of next. Uh, and what that allows us to do is move beyond the, the one-to-one nature of our direct customer acquisition, which is still important and we will we remain 100% committed to, um, to the one-to-many nature of uh, channel or indirect relationships. So we partner with a number of different uh, uh, human capital management um, uh, and payroll companies uh, who in turn offer Jazz HR to their customer bases. And whether you're acquiring via a channel or direct via paid spend or something else, a bunch of writers doing great SEO work, when you look at your sort of your fully weighted blended CAC, what would you put it at to get a new $200 a month customer? So we are right now just under a 12-month kind of payback. So we're we're a little just about $2,000. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Um. You know, not unhappy. I mean, I think it always can be better. And and that, you know, part of our move from direct to indirect is, in fact, to to impact that. I mean, there, there's no free lunch. But for for indirect, what typically happens if you do it well is your CAC will go down, but you're shifting that CAC to to uh, success driven revenue shares. So it's a more efficient use of use of a, a cost of capital. Um so your CAC goes down, your gross margins go down too because you're paying a rev share as does your ARPU if you're thinking at it on a net basis. But um, but that's a driver of our continued improvement will continue to be uh, a move towards indirect, which not only as as it, you know drives drives CAC, um, but also increases velocity of acquisition. Diving deeper on this indirect channel strategy that you launched about 18 months after you joined the company, so about 2016, and now is responsible for more than 50% of your business. We just had Sachin more, Gupta. Almost, almost 50%. Almost 50%. Okay. We just had Sachin Gupta on with Hacker Earth, uh, and he articulated how that company has now grown. They're about to break $5 million in ARR. Uh, they've passed, uh, he told us, 500 customers, super healthy economics in terms of retention. You just launched a partnership with them. How's that work? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the, the company again is? Hacker Earth. Yeah. Um, so hack, I, I can't comment on the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you everything that, that you might want to know about our business. I'm not going to talk about anyone else's business. That's kind of, that, that starts to get into territory that I, I wouldn't share. But, but certainly, you know, we have some partners that, that perform more than others. Um, partnerships typically do take a little bit of time. 
to get up to speed, but we're dedicated to helping all of our all of our partners perform as best as they can. Got it. Uh, yeah, sorry. And maybe this is because Chuck Brownfield is the one quoted in this press release saying, we're thrilled to integrate with Hacker Earth to empower teams to hire talented engineers faster. What I'm trying to get at here is with this surreal, a real idea of a channel partner or Hacker Earth, what does that actually look like? So are they putting a button for JazzHR inside of Hacker Earth or vice versa? What does it, how does it actually work? So it varies partner by partner. Um, um, and we first, we, offer, we allow them to offer JazzHR to their customers uh, either on a resale or a referral basis. So um, uh, whichever they're more comfortable with. So in, in all cases, there'll be generally some form of recruiting promotion on their website and that their sales teams will, will be uh, offering to their customers. Um, their customers either then are referred to us, in which case then we would work with their customer. Um, if their customer chooses to purchase, then pay them a, a revenue share in perpetuity. Um, for the wow, business. Wow, it's in perpetuity. Wow, okay. It's perpetuity, yeah. As long as that, as long as their customers are are paying us, we are paying them. Uh, we don't yeah. limit it after a twelve month period. Do you have and any clause the, the in that agreement? Thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off there, but do you have any? I mean, one of the things I talk to VCs all the time about just margin improvement in businesses, and and one quick yep. way to get margin improvement in a business, obviously, if there's channel partners, a big chunk of it is to have a clause in that channel partner agreement. All your channel partner agreements that say you have the right to buy out that rev share for four looking twelve months at any point in time. That way, if you go out and raise thirty million bucks. You essentially buy back whatever your rev share is with that partner, so thirty percent margin, right, for a forward-looking yeah. twelve months. Do you have that clause built into your channel partner agreements, or no? No, you and, don't, and we wouldn't. I mean, you know, yeah. yes, mathematically that will work, and it'll look good in a spreadsheet, and yes, you will improve your gross margin short term. It's also a great way to limit sales. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, because after a period of time, that partner can just switch to a competitor of ours. Yeah, um, we use it as a as a retention strategy where. They get to the point where they're getting a nice chunk of change from us every month, and it builds up over time. Um, if they leave us, they're walking away from that, and it That's takes smart. time for them to rebuild that with someone else. So it's it's um, it's a uh, uh, it's a benefit we're delighted to offer. And then the second way that we sell is, of course, resell. Uh, and if our partner partners who are reselling, um, which would include ADP and others. Um, um, what they effectively do is they're purchasing a Jazz HR subscription at a discount from our retail price, and then they then mark it up or not at however much they choose to do so to, and resell to their customers. So in that case, there is you know the button or our pure e-commerce uh, solution that resides on our partner pages. Now, Pete, seven thousand customers at about one ninety, two hundred bucks a month. I mean, it sounds like you guys have broken about a one one point three, one point four million dollars per month now in terms of MRR. Yeah, I mean, we're just under 7,000, but uh, that's your numbers are correct. Okay, which is great growth. Right? When you came back on in tw early 2018, you were at about an eight and a half, nine million dollar run rate. So nice growth. Yeah. What is that? About uh, nine, 80, 90 percent growth. Uh, have you done this with the capital you'd already raised at that point? You had raised 26.6 million back then. Did you raise more capital? We have not raised any additional capital. Oh, wow. That's great. I was expecting you to say you'd raise a bunch more. No, we run the business at cash flow break even. Um, we could be. Uh, cash flow positive if we chose to, but we plow everything we can back into the business to drive additional growth. That's great. So What's the team look like today? Than, uh, should I say that again? I said that. I just was saying that's that's great uh, being at break even. What's what's the team look like today? How many people? Eighty employees. Eighty. How many engineers? 
That's a good question. I'll say uh, low 20s, but I'm kind of guessing. <laughs> low 20s, fair enough. And obviously, this price point does not lend itself usually to an inside sales team because the, the ACVs aren't high enough to give commission. Do you have quota carrying sales reps on the team? We do. You do. Okay. So I'd love to learn we about do. that. How, how many do you have and how, how does that work? So we've got, I'll say, again, I, I can't give you, I mean, I would give exact numbers. I just don't know them on the top yeah. of my head. I'll say we've got probably uh, 12 or 13 um, inside sales reps. Um, and they're broken across our direct and indirect teams. So their, their, their day-to-day activities are a little bit different, but our, with our direct team, it's entirely an inbound model. Um, so our marketing team is driving customers to jazz HR where they can do a number of things. They can download a white paper, they can participate in a webinar, they can watch videos, but ultimately what we really hope they will migrate towards is beginning a free trial or request a product demonstration. And that's when our sales team really leans in. And we have found that with the addition of a sales team, the the lift in conversion rate uh, uh, more than um, covers the investment we're making in in those sales staff. Um, And on top of it, our our North Star is customer lifetime value. So, So if we look at the expense of a sales team, um, of a quota carrying sales team, uh, to bring in a customer who's going to stay with us for 10 years ish on average, it's, it's more with that through that lens, it's, it's more than worth the investment. We don't look at it purely as a, as a, you know, the revenue we bring at the time of the initial sale, because our, our retention metrics are such that people tend to stick with us for a long time. So the math works. Yep. Speaking about lifetime value, obviously churn is critical to this. It's part of that lifetime value equation. Last time I came on in 2018, you told me annual revenue churn was about 12%. So actually fairly low, I would say for this price point in this cohort, uh, is it still at around 12% or has it changed? It's actually a little, our, our, our net retention now is um, uh, about 0.8% per month. Uh, so no, I'm sorry, okay. 0.8 churn, not, not retention, churn, sorry. Got it, got it. So uh, so your gross, your gross churn per month or your net churn? Our net churn. Net, so net churn per month is, let's just call it 1%. We're, we're, so, we're, sub one, we're sub 1% net churn per month. So you're under 12%. Yeah, that's that's great. Yes. Can you peel yeah. back that onion yeah. though for me? Because you have expansion revenue added to churn. And Correct. that's where you get the one. So can you, peel, can you give me those two metrics? Uh, so for uh, on a gross basis, uh, our gross churn right now is still at about that 12% number. Okay. Um, and our net is or 1% per month, a little over 1% per month. Um and I mean, we're in the 1.2s generally. Yeah. Um, and then our net is when we, because of, of um, expansion revenue, which we, which we define as both add-on sales and upgrades, is where it, it drops down below 1%. I see. I see. Got it. So you've got, if I, if I just multiply times 12 to do annual, you've got about 12% gross revenue churn annually, maybe a little above 12%. You've got about five yep. or 6% expansion. So your net revenue retention is right around 97, 98%. Yep. Not bad for this price point. Do you see a path to getting yeah. that above hundred percent net revenue retention with some maybe higher price products yeah, or upsells? You know, the, uh, you know, net negative churn is of course the holy grail for SaaS companies. Um, hard, easy to say, hard to do in the SMB market as you Very suggested. Hard. Um, so I, you know, I, I hope so. Uh, certainly that's what we keep marching towards as best we can. Um, we continue to make progress towards it. I don't know if we'll get there or not, but, but you know, every tenth of a point of progress we make adds value to the company and to our customers. Um, so I, I hope we can get there. But even if we don't, it's, it, it is a, uh, a, an effort worth pursuing because 
even if we get halfway there from where we are now, we're better off. Still better off. Yep. All right, Pete, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, well, my favorite hasn't changed. It, it's, I, I think it's still the hard thing about hard things. Number two, is there a founder that you really respect or admire? Um, I'll say, uh, Dave Maffey with Akumina. Uh, Maffey. Okay, great. Number three, what's your, N-A-F-F what? E-I. E-I. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building jazz? It's Evolve. Right now, SciSense. SciSense. I haven't heard of those guys. They used to be Periscope. Oh, got it. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven and a half. Okay, not bad. In situation, married, single kids? Married. Married. How many kiddos? Any kids? Three. Three. Oh, a busy guy. All right. How old are you? 57. 57. Last question. What do you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I, I'll say... Uh, Push yourself harder. Guys, there you have it. Jazz HR, again, helping SMBs get their hiring needs taken care of. They serve almost 7,000 customers up from call it 3,500 just about 20-ish months ago. So nice growth without raising additional cash. They're break-even today with $26.6 million raised, approaching a $15, $16 million run rate as they continue to drive growth even during COVID with one of their record months happening just last month. 40,000 new applications coming through their system in just one month. Pete, congrats on the growth and thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you.